0: Welcome to Southern Sisters Radio, the show for Southern women and the men who adore them. Join us as we celebrate life from a Southern point of view. Here's your host, author, founder of Southern Sisters Home and true Southern sister, Jenny McCormick Earhart. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Southern Sisters Radio program. We are just so happy to be here. It's a beautiful day in the South.
1: It is. It is actually gorgeous, and it, it's, it it's been that trend mm-hmm. a little bit lately. Who would have thunk it? Hey, right? February. It.
0: <laughs> February. And it is gorgeous outside. It's one of the reasons I love living in the South. Mm-hmm. I was listening to uh, uh, some, like, uh, Prairie Home Companion. I don't know if you've ever listened to that, Garrison Keeler, and he talks about life in Minnesota in February, mm-hmm. and it's... Um, Miserable.
1: Miserable. <laughs> I can only Miserable. imagine. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I had the sunroof of my car off this week. Oh, yeah. yeah. Walk around.
1: Don't even need a jacket. Uh-uh, I, I uh-uh. was eyeing a pair of shorts the other day thinking, really? You could in do, February? You could get away I with could it. I could do
0: it. You could. Yeah, I had Dixie in the car with me. She had her head hanging out the passenger window. Mm-hmm. We were tooling around. It was awesome. But, you know, I was thinking, guys, we. Uh, I was thinking about breakfast earlier today. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> the most important meal of the day. Yes. Right, it is. depends on how you interpret breakfast. <laughs> and I, uh, I, I was telling you, I grabbed something on the way to the studio this morning, and I thought to myself, "Yeah, I'm going to stop and get some coffee." Uh, which, by the way, is not Starbucks. Mm. And um, <laughs> I'm a little anti-Starbucks <laughs> thing right now. And uh, and I went through the drive-thru at my favorite local Daily Grind is the name of it. It's this okay. awesome little independently owned coffee shop near my house. And uh, I thought to myself, I hadn't had breakfast yet. I thought, man, I'm just going to, what do I want? And I got up there, and you know what looked really good mm. it was the uh, the oatmeal cookie.
1: Oh, uh, the oatmeal cookie.
0: Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, oatmeal? Oatmeal cookie. Right. Right? Yeah, fair enough. It could be a breakfast food. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like a chocolate Danish chocolate cake. They're kind of interchangeable.
1: Yeah. yeah okay. I'm thinking. I mean. This is my okay. true
0: breakfast confession <laughs> this morning. So I get I get to the drive-thru, right? I order my oatmeal cookie and my coffee and I pull up to the drive-thru and I'm thinking they're going to hand me a little cookie in a little, pla- you know, like a, a sleeve or something. Yeah. A little, you know what I'm saying? This is what my, they hand me. Whoa. Can y'all see this? This is why
1: you need to watch Facebook Live if you're listening just on the radio right now, because this thing is...
0: Okay, so look wh- at this. And I know I've already eaten part of it because I couldn't resist, <laughs> but I opened it up and I'm like, holy moly. Oh my gosh. Look at this. I mean, look at the size of this oatmeal cookie. That's... It takes up almost the entire this is the part I ate right it's here. It's like an
1: oatmeal cake. I know. It is that it's huge. Yeah. I
0: Goodness know. Goodness gracious. And I'm like, you're driving down the road, how can you eat these? You look like
1: a Did <laughs> <laughs> you like break off it's pieces like as you were going? Face.
0: I just kept breaking off pieces. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got, oh man, I got to show this on the air. I don't want to eat too much of it. Anyway, yeah. This is a
1: full blown the size of a full blown to go box. I know. It it is it's massive. like a pie.
0: It's like it the size is. of a pie. It's like <laughs> one cookie. It was so good though. Wow.
1: Mm-mm. That's a good way to start your day
0: a really good way to start my day. (laughs) Coffee and oatmeal cookies on a beautiful February day with the windows (laughs) rolled down. Right? Does anybody know who this is?
1: Uh, You might if you saw the Grammys. Did you watch the Grammys?
0: She is awesome. This is Joy Villa, and she's like my new favorite artist. I downloaded her album this week on iTunes. Mm, I love her. And what a great message for young women. Listen to the words.
1: Tell yourself your future.
0: Tell yourself you're beautiful, guys. I love her. So she, she's she got Moxie. She has oh, got yeah. Mojo. She's, she walks up to the Grammys, right? She has this um, white cape on. She throws off this cape, and she's got this basically make America great, you know, Dress on, Mm -hmm. make America great again. Dress a Trump dress for all intents and purposes. Um, actually said Trump on the train. Um, and she got a lot of heat for it. Yeah, yeah, she she did. did. She was something like five hundred and thirty fourth on Amazon Music's list. You know, the you know ranking
1: download stuff and all Mm -hmm. that. Yeah,
0: she has blown up. She's like number one.
1: Hey, I mean, Amazon Music music is definitely very good. And you know, you make a stance like that, and you're going to get pub positive or negative. You never know, and uh, it's worked in her favor. Whatever,
0: whatever you think, I think. It's amazing to me that she had that kind of courage to do that, yeah, she knowing the environment all. she was walking into. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw her interviewed. She's very, com- a very confident woman. Yes. I wonder if she's from the South.
1: I don't know. I'll Is, have to do some research yeah. and, uh, and and
0: find out. That's Southern a women are confident, mm. right? She she could be. There's another one I've been listening to. Uh, I was working at the barn today. Southern Sisters uh, has a barn.
1: <laughs> I was Dixie and
0: I were working there today. I was jamming to her another song. <laughs> hey, this one.
1: This is like rock
0: I This is yeah, awesome. She is an eclectic mix Of sort of folksy Bluesy Rocky Kind of Singing it, This is yeah. from her album um, I Make the Static Yeah Do you hear it? I make the static I make the static Love her Yeah, she's my new favorite artist.
1: Wow, that's awesome. She's awesome. That's quite a range of stuff that she's doing, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's not just your same old, same old. That's got a nice folk to I like her. I I like Like...
0: her. She's awesome. So anyway, that's Joy Villa, folks. If you get a chance to go and download her album, I I strongly suggest it. You won't be (laughs) sorry. Um, Okay, something else I was thinking about this week. Um, You know, Southern women in general, and men, we have a certain degree of pride.
1: Oh yes! Right, absolutely (laughs) yes.
0: (laughs) You hear people talk about Southern pride, um, and we've definitely got it here in the South. Southern women, particularly, right? (laughs) And I was thinking to myself, um, I've shared in the past on the show a few like sort of events in my life where. I either embarrassed myself or had to swallow my pride. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and usually these things happen unexpectedly. And uh, next thing you know, you're in a situation where you you wish you weren't for one reason <laughs> or another. Uh, I call these pride swallowing life events. Mm.
1: And I've had yeah.
0: I've had a few of them actually in my life. And I had one actually yesterday morning I was uh. gonna tell you about. It was um it was one of those situations where I think the reason Southern women put a lot of pressure on themselves is we're looking to maintain a certain image Um, sort of a, a, we want people to think of us in a certain way, right? Yeah. And and the way that we sometimes want them to look at us may or may not actually line up with reality.
1: (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Fair enough, absolutely. Uh, So
0: um, so anyway, it was time for me to take Dixie out in the morning, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so this was one of those days, things weren't going right that morning, okay? So I had shaved my legs that morning and accidentally cut my knees, both mm. of my knees, and was bleeding. So, you ever done that? Where you ever cut your? Well, you hadn't shaved in a little while, have no, you? No, <laughs> no.
1: But I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's just yeah. that you, you get that one part where it always moves me right, right. here or so on my neck. You if I kept, yourself. And then they cut it right there, yeah. and it's like every time I turn my head, it's like ow, ow, ow. I know. Ow.
0: Well, women do the same thing. Uh, oh, we yeah. do it to our, usually around our knees. Uh-huh. You know, we get and so anyway. But have you ever done that where you take a piece of tissue paper and just kind of <laughs> put it on there, like until the blood stops? Yes. So I had like these two Kleenex on my knees, right? soaking up the blood, and I had my big, fuzzy, warm robe on, mm. and it was time for Dixie to go out. I was home alone, right? I was yeah. planning on working from home that morning, so I took her out, and it was the ground was all mushy and wet from the rain, so I grabbed my rain boots, okay? Mm-hmm. So I put mm-hmm. on my rain boots. So I want you to get the whole picture here. Okay. No makeup, ponytail, big, fluffy, pink robe that tissues comes down on- to about the top. bloody tissues on my <laughs> knees, and rain boots. Okay. Okay? So... <laughs> So Dixie and I go outside, right? We go outside. I'm waiting for her. I'm in the backyard where in a certain angle where the neighbors can't see me, right? And uh I had opened the window in the house to get some fresh air in because the weather was so nice. Oh yeah. And the cross breeze shut the back door.
1: Oh no. Yeah. Oh, and let me guess what? It locked behind me. It you, locked didn't behind it? me. Oh no. It locked
0: behind me. So there I am, right? Mm. In the in the backyard, in this looking good. <laughs> Looking you real have, good. Did you have a spare key somewhere to get I back did. in the house? Guess where the spare key was? <laughs> in hidden. the
1: mailbox, hidden. right? All the way out to the street? Just shall
0: we say hidden. In the front yard. Oh, right. Goodness. Okay, so my neighbors are coming and going and go, leaving to go to work. <laughs> and so here I am with Dixie and my bloody knees and my rain boots and my big pleat. <laughs> Fluffy robe, and oh, I'm man. like inching around the corner of the house, thinking I got to run for the key, get it, and run back before anybody sees me. <laughs> How do you think that went?
1: Uh, hi, Jenny. <laughs>
0: it was bad. It was so, so
1: bad. But you're right. That's one of those moments where you just got to go. You know what? Yeah. Everyone's gonna see me in the raw right now. This is me at my worst. You can
0: run from it. <laughs> you know what? I ended up doing. I just I held my head high yes. and I walked my bloody knees right into the front yard. <laughs>
1: I am confident my in my ring. Boots key. in my robe,
0: <laughs> right? But you know what? Life will do that to you. It will throw you a loop every time.
1: <laughs> oh wow, that's great! I love that.
0: Um, oh goodness. Anyway, guys, we're going to be talking about all kinds of fun things on the show today. It is, first of all, very important. It is Chocolate Appreciation Month. Oh, of course, the, the entire most important. Month, we are going to do a uh, French silk chocolate pecan pie. We're going to do a chocolate ganache. We're going to do all things heavenly and chocolate. Oh my goodness! Um, and then we're going to uh, we're going to do a few other things. Talk about unhappy people.
1: Well, there's a lot of those
0: Mm -hmm. and some of their habits right so we want to avoid those habits so we will be happier and uh we're going to learn a little bit about people who are outgoing introverts Hmm. might be me maybe might be you
1: that's true we'll
0: find out (laughs) (laughs) so just stay tuned and we'll be right back Welcome back to the Southern Sisters Radio Program. Are you a happy person?
1: I like to think I am.
0: Mm, yeah, I think you are. <laughs> <laughs> We're all capable of being both happy and unhappy simultaneously. But I got to tell you, Nick, not everybody out there has a uh, cheery disposition like you and me.
1: Uh, very true. Right?
0: Very true. There um, are
1: some bah humbugs out there. There's
0: a lot of them walking around, <laughs> for sure. Are you Are you one of those unhappy people, folks? If you're listening to me right now, I've got, uh, I've got some habits, actually. Uh, 12 Habits of Unhappy People. Mm. Now, why do we want to talk about the habits of unhappy people when we want to try to be happy ourselves? Really, this is just so that you can avoid these habits. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. Just kind of avoid them. And I'm going to start off with a quote that you may appreciate. And you tell me if you can guess who said this. Ready? Um, And it's a she. okay? Okay. She said... I am determined to be cheerful and happy in whatever situation I may find myself for I have learned that the greater part of our misery or unhappiness is determined not by our circumstance but by our disposition.
1: Oh, I feel like I've heard that one before too. You're not
0: going to guess it in a million years. Mm. <laughs> You're not going to guess. It. Who was it? Martha Washington. Oh, uh, really? We're going
1: way wow. back, right? It's a lot, little bit further back than I had initially thought. Yeah, yeah,
0: wow. I don't know that I really offhand have heard any Martha Washington quotes before. But that's insightful. Yeah, that's right? a really good point. She was married to George, our first president, and uh, and I wholeheartedly agree with her assessment. that mm-hmm. um, that's very, very true. It is not so much um, our circumstance, because there are people who are in some pretty... Unpleasant circumstances who can still maintain joy in their life. Mm-hmm. And you sometimes wonder, how can you be so positive and happy uh, when you're walking through difficult times? You mm-hmm. know, we can't always do that, but but certainly it has a lot more to do about what's inside than what's happening on the outside. Yeah. Got it? Wow. You want to hear what some of these uh, habits are?
1: Oh, yeah. they got to know what we should not be doing. What
0: should we not be doing? How about number one? Okay. Chronic complaining. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, happy and successful people do not actually complain All that much. Now, I'm not saying they don't ever complain, right?
1: We always got a complaint somewhere. I mean, it always happens.
0: I'm a pretty happy person and I I do complain. (laughs) We had a whole segment. Remember, Pam and I had that gripe session on the show last week, right? Now, on the other side, it seems that chronic complainers always have something negative to say, even when those around them are happy. And the bottom line is, we all have different circumstances that we are given in this lifetime, but in the end, these circumstances are ours, Mm -hmm. right? Fair or unfair wanted or unwanted so instead what we should be doing is seeking solutions to the problems instead of just complaining about them Mm -hmm. because you got to ask yourself truly what good is the complaining doing
1: yeah if you're not trying to fix it then it's just complaining (laughs) yeah just
0: set the complaining aside and try to buckle down and fix the problem whatever it is yeah and we all have a i have a friend (laughs) i'm not gonna name her (laughs) i have who is quick to complain she will let Uh, me know yes and so it's it's kind of a you know mixed A little bit of a Debbie Downer, right? It can be. It can be. Number two habit of an unhappy person is being critical of self and others. Mm -hmm. Okay. So how we talk to ourselves definitely shapes our self image. This can be good or bad. Right. So technically self-worth is an essential or component to our happiness. Mm -hmm. Right. We want to feel good about ourselves. And uh, and by doing so, it, the end result is we will experience more happiness. Yeah, you right? feel if better
1: you, about yourself. You feel better about what's going on around you and, and the people a, around you and everything else. Most
0: certainly. So if you've made some mistakes, right, the, the idea here is to accept them. Don't mm. deny them. You know, if you've made oh, a mistake, yeah. right, move on and don't engage in negative self-talk, yeah. right? Just walk away from it. I got to tell you, a lot of women, and I don't know if you guys do it too, I suspect you probably do sometimes. I know that we do it. We got dialogue going on in our head at oh, yeah. all times. It's a lot of self-talk, mm-hmm. right? A lot of it, unfortunately for women, has it has to do with um, comparing ourselves to other people.
1: Yeah, you absolutely. Know,
0: constant dialogue, and that can, that can really bring you down. Oh, yeah. Number three habit of an unhappy person is living beyond their means. Mm. Okay. So we, we, you know, we live in a materialistic society, right? Where we're constantly bombarded with advertisements for the latest, whatever, right? The car gadget, credit card,
1: keep up with the Joneses. Yeah.
0: Right. And everything is sort of promising an easier or more fulfilling existence. Right? We want our life to look like it does on TV. right? <laughs> do Folks, listen to this. Do not believe it for a second. Right Now, you might get a little bit of an emotional boost from that initial purchase. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can attest to that.
1: Uh, what is the it? Boots. Uh, 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 therapy shopping or whatever yeah, it's called? Yeah. Th-
0: yeah, yeah. Little, yeah. Little re- retail therapy. Retail therapy. There yeah, you go. That's like me at DSW. <laughs> that's <laughs> exactly what that is. But listen, it doesn't last. It really doesn't. Um, instead, what you want to do is seek out something to do that doesn't involve necessarily Whipping out a piece of plastic, mm. okay, all kinds of things that you can sort of get that that um, that rush Don't from. Run, exercise, it does absolutely a massive boost, right? <laughs> Reading, sightseeing, anything like that that doesn't actually cost money, okay? Yeah. All right. Number four habit of an of an unhappy person are negative addictions.
1: Mm.
0: All right, I may have a couple of these mm. actually. Don't we um, all? So, as with everything that you want to use in moderation, negative addictions can be things like food. Drinking, mm-hmm. entertainment, really, honestly, anything that you enjoy doing that you take to excess.
1: Yes. You okay? shouldn't mean too much of a good thing is a bad right. thing. You
0: know, it's hard for me to accept that about something like chocolate.
1: Uh, yeah, I'll, I'm right there with you. Know you know what I'm saying? <laughs> good.
0: You're a good Southern woman, you. <laughs> no, for sure. Just remember this, guys. Unfortunately, many good people have met their end through addictive habits, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to dependence, if you reach the point that you're dependent on something, yep. alcohol, drugs, so a uh, great remedy to this is is to find. Um, basically, it's sort of like it's like portion control with food, yeah. right? We want to be a healthy weight. We control our portions. Um, same thing with being a healthy human being. We want to, we want to do a little portion control on things that, that we enjoy that could get out of control. You know,
1: one thing I've heard before is budget yourself in a uh, sense of like if you know you're the person that will sit down at 8 o'clock to watch Netflix and you know if right. you're not careful, you'll be watching it till 3 a.m. Yeah. Maybe 3.30. Anyway, you you, you budget yourself. You can only have 12 hours of Netflixing a week. Ah, So if you want to binge for six hours one night, you can, but you've only got six more hours the rest Uh of the week. So give yourself a weekly budget, right? So you can do more
0: on one night than another. Love that. Um, How about this one? Unhappy people tend to hang on to uh, regretting the past. Mm. Okay? Now- Regret is basically useless. It can also be harmful. And research shows that repetitive negative thoughts about decisions that you made in the past uh, can be a precursor to chronic stress and depression now. okay. so according to psychology today, there are four ways to cope with regret. Number one, learn from your mistakes, but don't dwell. Number two, if nothing can be changed about the situation, let it go. Number three, make sure too much blame is not being undertaken. Sometimes Mm. we want to put the blame on ourselves when we don't really deserve all of the blame. Right? And also reframing the situation more positively, Mm -hmm. right? Look for the good in it, right? The silver lining. Silver
1: lining. Yes. Another
0: habit of unhappy people are worrying about the future. Okay? So all I can tell you here, guys, is that we can we only have so much say in what our future holds uh-huh. right it, there's really nothing beneficial come from worrying about the future all right it doesn't mean you should be disempowered it just means rather rather than obsessing about it Start thinking more about the present. You know what I'm saying? Because focus on the present and it will affect your future positively.
1: Control what you can control right now.
0: I agree. Another habit of unhappy people is being driven by fear. Okay? Mm. Now, we don't want to remember this quite simply. We can't allow fear of the unknown to cripple our quality of life. This is easier said than done. Oh, yeah. Right? But focusing on the positive and trying to overcome those fears is something that you won't regret doing right? Oh. Constantly being steeped in your fear is going to definitely affect your happiness. Oh, yeah.
1: It'll bring you down mm. fast.
0: How about this? Delaying your goals and dreams. Unhappy people tend to delay their dreams and goals. Well,
1: I'll get it after I do this thing or, oh, right? well, let me take care of this one thing first. No, just yeah. go grab the bull by the do horns it. and do it. Do it.
0: Right. Just do it. I know. Take that first step. Mm-hmm. Another habit of unhappy people, believe it or not, is gossiping. How about that? Man, I'm going to tell you, some of these are hitting a little too close to home, Jenny. Really? <laughs> are they really? And yet, you seem such a happy person to me, Nick. Well, you do. You
1: know, Don't do a lot of any of these things. Right. We all find ourselves in a hole. Just, I you know, know. try right. to stop yourself.
0: And listen, why? They, you got to ask yourself, why would a happy, confident person engage in something that's of really no benefit to them and really mm-hmm. only tears down other people? Very true. Right? They wouldn't. Gossip is something to be left to the kids at recess. Yeah. That's what I have to say. Mm-hmm. Not to adults who are attempting to make their lives and other people's lives better. Exactly. Okay. OK, another thing that unhappy people tend to do is hold on to grudges. Mm. Once again, let it go. Yeah. Let it go.
1: <laughs> you know. I wish I had that pulled I up. Know, I should right. have done that. that oh, well, we'd we'd okay. be so good if we had that ready to go. <laughs>
0: another, believe it or not, another happy of unha- uh, habit of unhappy people is uh, eating poorly. Your diet
1: oh, yes. absolutely
0: can affect your happiness and your well-being. And the last thing, guys, the last habit of unhappy people, they tend to expand our problems, right? When we experience unhappiness and discontent, our first reaction is almost entirely emotional, Emotional, mm-hmm. meaning we blow things out of proportion. Making mountains out of molehills. I love that old <laughs> saying, right? My mother used to say that all the time, and it makes perfect sense if you're thinking about it. Um, you know, just that you want to keep it in perspective, right? Right tomorrow is another day. As
1: I was always told, it ain't the end of the world. And if it is, it's not like it matters
0: anyway. (laughs) There you go. Lobby over anyway. (laughs) Well, guys, we want you to be happy, so we want you to avoid these habits. I'm going to put these on the website. There we go. I am, so you guys can focus on those happy habits and avoiding the ones that make you an unhappy person. Mm. We got chocolate coming up next. Oh, that makes me happy. That makes me happy, too. Can't wait to get to that. Just stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. Turn off the telly, Nelly Come to the table, Mabel Now sit up straight, Kate It's time to eat, Pete Have a banana, Hannah Try the salami, Tommy Get with the gravy, Davy. Everybody eats when they come to my house and welcome back to the Southern Sisters radio program it's the food segment Yay. speaking of happiness oh yes ah, you cannot be unhappy during the food segment no no, no. what no no, no. <laughs> and i will tell you it is national chocolate month oh, chocolate yes. appreciation month yes. okay now in my life that is an annual thing in other words it just lasts 12 <laughs> months a year months yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't know why we need a special doesn't that just go without saying that we should appreciate chocolate every single Dang.
1: I would agree with that.
0: I would agree with that whole lot. Is this a, a uh, do the men feel about chocolate the you way? Know, I don't think
1: quite so much, but I I don't know most guys that'll be offered chocolate and say no.
0: Okay, let me ask you this. This will, will this will help me fully understand whether okay. or not you have it true. When you eat a piece of chocolate,
1: mm-hmm.
0: do you lay on the floor and do the eyes roll back in your eyes roll back in your head? I mean, literally, is it like a full body appreciation of chocolate? No. Okay. So it, it has <laughs> been. Don't
1: get me wrong.
0: I've had those moments. Does your mood improve after you eat chocolate? That
1: undoubtedly yes does. Okay. Happen. Well then. So it's 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 a chipper a little bit. You know. Kinda,
0: really. Oh, yeah. Because you know I read uh, the Southern narrative last week. We talked about um, remember the book French women don't oh, get fat. Yes. And we talked about appreciating chocolate. Mm-hmm. It's kind of an art form. It is. Chocolate consumption, y'all, uh, and hear me when I say this should not be rushed. Right?
1: Oh no. And whether it's a chocolate bar or, mm-hmm. it's, or it's like the pies that you're the, yeah. We're no, going to talk you, about You yeah. savor. The bite. You, you savor do. it
0: and, and it's uh, it's essential. I, I say as few distractions as possible. Mm. If the chocolate can be as close to room temperature as, as possible, oh, especially yeah. when you're eating, you know, pure, good, good quality oh. dark chocolate. Oh. I'm not talking about chocolate ice cream, which of course <laughs> is a wonderful thing too, but you really can taste the flavors when that temperature uh the, the temperature of the chocolate is um at right room temperature oh, yeah. cl- or close to body temperature. Absolutely. Let it melt slowly in your mouth. Mm. There is nothing better than chocolate in the Southern Sisters' opinion. And I know that a lot of you out there Agree with this? And really? Um, if there is something better, please inform me immediately because I cannot fathom anything that surpasses the instant bliss and sheer ecstasy that accompanies the sweet, sweet moment a piece of chocolate melts in your mouth. Mm. You like the way I That's put a that? Very eloquently. Right, word. Thank you. It's accurate. <laughs> very too. eloquent when it comes to <laughs> chocolate. So, guys, I am going to share with you today my world-famous chocolate ganache recipe. Mm. You may say to yourself, "What is chocolate ganache exactly?" Well, it's really just sort of creamy, melty chocolate heaven. Mm -hmm. And the fun thing about my chocolate ganache is it can be incorporated into different recipes. Oh, nice. Depending on the temperature of it, you can do different things with it. So this recipe, guys, is a must-have for any self-described chocoholic, right? Or chocolate file. Hey. However you want to phrase it. Chocolate ganache can be used as a base for almost any chocolate dessert that you can think of. Truffles, torts, Uh frosting. Oh. Hot chocolate, cake. The list, the list goes on and on. I love on, this. Right? It's, I told you it was a happy <laughs> segment. And um, you can even use it as a topping on your favorite desserts. Right? Mm. You can stir a spoonful into your morning coffee. Oh, that's where it's hello. At. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay, <laughs> you can dunk some fruit in it, right? Or maybe your finger, in my case. <laughs> I've done that. Or a few fingers. You can do that. Um, <laughs> it's warm, chocolatey goodness. And you can just, you honestly, just feel the stress melting away when mm-hmm. you eat it. Now, I'm going to give you a couple of notes about the chocolate ganache. Number one, while standard semi-sweet chocolate chips are perfectly delicious and acceptable in this recipe, specialty chocolate, like chips, bars, and chunks, that have a 50 to 65% cocoa content are going to be best. They're going to give your ganache a complex chocolate flavor. Mm -hmm. Got it? We're being being chocolate snobs here. Hey, that's okay. Got it? Now, remember, um, a double boiler is very useful when you're making uh, chocolate ganache, but it's not required. If you have a tempered glass bowl and you set it over a saucepan of simmering water, that's going to work perfectly well. All right? This is not complex at all. This is not a complicated recipe. You need... All you really need is 12 ounces of chocolate. Okay? So that's going to be a um that's going to be like a um a bag. You know what I'm saying? Ghirardelli oh, yeah. makes a mm-hmm. wonderful 65% chocolate chip, oh, yes, right? You're going to need 12 ounces of chocolate. You're going to need 1 cup of heavy cream. Mm-hmm. All right? That's the good stuff. Mm-hmm. I love it when that's in the house. You know what when I when I'm going to get my coffee in the morning and I open it up, Of the refrigerator, and the half and half is there. But if I've still got some leftover heavy cream from a recipe, just drop some in there. Like like choirs of angels are singing in my head. Oh, it's so good. You're also gonna need two tablespoons of butter and one teaspoon of vanilla. That's it. That's easy. Four ingredients. Wow. Right. Here's what you want to do. You want to bring one to two inches of water to a simmer in a saucepan over medium heat. You're gonna place your double boiler on top of it, or your, your tempered glass bowl. Right. You can use that you're going to add the cream, the butter, and the vanilla. You're going to heat the mixture until the butter is melted and the mixture is heated through. Don't bring it to boil, okay? Just just low heat, slow and steady. You're going to add your chocolate and stir frequently with a spoon or a whisk until the chocolate has melted and is completely incorporated into the milk and the cream. This does not take very long, right? Okay. There you have it. That's it. That is chocolate ganache. Wow. I told you it wasn't complicated. All
1: right, see, that's easy enough that for you men who may have uh, oopsed and totally flubbed on Valentine's Day, Mm -hmm. you got a three-day weekend coming up.
0: Use it. Make some ganache. Anybody can make this. You can eat it as is. You can drizzle it over ice cream. Oh, my word, it is amazing over ice cream. Drizzle it over pound cake. Dip strawberries in it. You know, this is basically (gasps) chocolate fondue. Dip uh, banana slices in it. Anything (sighs) like that. Fabulous. Sounds amazing. Yes. Your, your woman will love you forever, gentlemen, if you make that.
1: You got no excuse, guys. Uh-huh. No excuse.
0: Now, uh, recipe number two in our chocolate appreciation uh, segment is our chocolate silk pecan pie. Oh. This recipe is already on the, uh, on the website. Oh. Go click on it. Yes. It's easy. And I'm going to make it easy on you and tell you that you can use a refrigerated pie crust. Okay, oh, you, you can go. use little Pillsbury ones. I love the ones by Publix. It's a shortcut. It's going to make your life a lot I love easier when you add
1: in those little easy shortcuts. Yeah, let's
0: get real. It, it you does know? help. A lot. I mean, it's not that I don't mind. It, it, <laughs> it's not that I mind making a homemade crust. I love to do it, but sometimes with busy our busy schedules, if you're a working woman, you know, out there, working man, it's nice to have the little shortcut. Absolutely, right? You are going. Here's what you're going to do: heat your oven to 350 degrees. All right, and what you're going to do is put your pie crust into a nine-inch pie plate. Now, in a mixing bowl, you're going to beat two eggs, right, until they're blended. Then you're going to add one-third of a cup of sugar, Mm -hmm. right, one-half cup of dark corn syrup, or as my grandmother said, K-Row. K-Row. Right? Mm -hmm. And then you're going to add three tablespoons of melted butter and mix really well. Mm -hmm. Then you're going to add a half a cup of chopped pecans, right? Stir in the pecans. You're going to pour that mixture into your pie crust, and then you're going to pop it into the oven, 45 to 50 minutes, right, until the center of the pie is puffy and kind of golden brown, all right? Now, one trick, guys, you might want to remember is, and this happens to me sometimes with my pies, you may want to put some little strips of aluminum foil around the edges of that pie crust to prevent excessive browning. Sometimes those little edges will get a little too dark. Oh, yeah. If you've got one of those fancy little pie crust shields... You know? Oh, I don't know if you've ever I know seen what those. You're mm-hmm. about. Um, I love them. They take up too much space in my in my uh, <laughs> I, I, I always weigh every little appliance, is it gonna take up too much space in my kitchen? Is it worth it? <laughs> but you might want to do that. Take the pie out of the oven at the end and cool it for about an hour. Okay, we mm-hmm. want it, we don't want it too hot. Now, while the pie is baking, here's what you're gonna do. All right? In a blender or a food processor, you're gonna blend one cup of hot milk. You can zap it in the microwave. Put it okay. in a measuring cup, a glass measuring cup, zap it in the microwave. One cup of hot milk, one half teaspoon of vanilla extract, right? And 12 ounces of uh, semi sweet chocolate chips or Ooh. chocolate morsels, right? You're going to stir that until combined, about one minute. Okay. Then you're going to pop it into the refrigerator and you want to chill this. Okay, about an hour to an hour and a half. Okay. Okay. It's gonna get gonna get thicker, that's what you want. Then what you're gonna do is you're gonna take your pie and you're gonna spread this cooled chocolate mixture right over the top of your pie. <sighs> You're going to then refrigerate it for about an hour until it's set, okay? Mm-hmm. So now we have two layers to our pie. We've oh got the gosh. beautiful pecan pie underneath. You've got that lovely French chocolate silk mixture on top of that. What I would then do is top it with a little bit of whipped cream. Now, mm. you can just whip some up and, you know, take I, – I love doing whipped cream. Yeah. Uh, I was raised on Cool Whip, so <laughs> once, I, <laughs> once I became an adult, I was like, oh – Just take whipping cream. This is great. Put in a little dash of sugar, maybe a teaspoon of vanilla, and whip it up. And voila, (laughs) I've got something far superior uh, than Cool Whip, right? So what you want to do is, uh, I would serve it up. You're gonna make uh, one pie is gonna make about eight servings Mm. or four servings in my house. (laughs) I can eat a quarter of a pie, Um, and a little dollop of whipped cream. And if you want to get fancy, Nick, right? Mm. You want to impress your wife? Maybe a few little chocolate curls on top. You know, you take the chocolate and kind of shape it, get those little chocolate curls. Maybe put a couple of fresh uh, raspberries on the side, right? Wow. heavenly.
1: That sounds heavenly.
0: outstanding. And you know what else I've got to entice you? I'm uh-huh. going to put a wonderful um, Mexican hot chocolate recipe on the website. Oh. Okay, I'm going to encourage you guys to go and check out southernsistershome.com. Click on the blog. Check out the Mexican hot chocolate recipe. There you go. It's to die for. And it's Ooh. the perfect way to celebrate Chocolate Appreciation Month.
1: I think all right? of those sound like great ways to celebrate right? Chocolate Appreciation It'll warm you Month. up,
0: keep you nice and toasty we got a good segment coming oh, up. yes. Yeah, now that we're happy from our chocolate, right? <laughs> we're going to talk about something called, it's very interesting. It's called uh, an outgoing introvert. Hmm. It may describe you. Oh, it may, folks. Maybe. Yeah. If you don't quite fit into that introvert, ec- extrovert category, you might be a, a hybrid version. There you go. It's fascinating. Come right back. Everybody eats when they come to my house. All of my friends are welcome. Welcome back to the Southern Sisters Radio Program. This is the psychoanalysis segment, Nick. <laughs> this <laughs>
1: or will be the interesting. The Southern
0: Sisters psychoanalysis, or as I like to call it, the Southern Sisters psycho segment, <laughs> because we are so qualified to diagnose people, right? Absolutely, psychoanalyze folks. We're but better than WebMD. I know, right?
1: <laughs>
0: but I've got some ideas for you. This segment, guys. You may be thinking that you know exactly what kind of personality type that you are, mm-hmm. um, and we're just gonna to be very general here and say introverts and extroverts okay okay? we're just breaking it down into two and you may think that you know which one you are and other people may think that they know which one you are. Mm -hmm. But we would really be oversimplifying things if we said, no, you're either one or the other. Yeah, there's
1: always an in-between gray area when it comes to stuff like that, isn't there?
0: There is. There is in this case, especially. And there's one. And I really think that maybe I fall into it. And I think that a lot of our listeners, if you kind of hear a little bit more about what an outgoing introvert is, Mm -hmm. you might say to yourself, Oh, my goodness, that's me. Okay. Because that's exactly what I did when I heard the description. Um, One of my daughters actually did a a similar test to this when she was at the University of Georgia, and she came home and she said, wow, this explains so much about myself. I used to think I was just sort of this odd mixture of both things. Uh, But it's interesting if you hear some of the traits that go along with being an outgoing introvert. All right. All right. So first of all, to understand your personality, uh, Webster defines it as the combination of characteristics or qualities that form an individual's distinctive character. Right. Okay. Or as we like to say, it's who you are <laughs> it's how easier you are way to put it. much easier but personality is a lot of different things and a lot of times we attribute positive or negative feelings about whether someone is an, an introvert or an extrovert yes honestly wouldn't you wouldn't you admit that that people tend to think more positively of extroverts and maybe less positively of introverts. Absolutely. Right? Okay. Absolutely. And that is so unfair. It's, oh, it it's is. unfair to do that to introverts. But um, t- basically, introversion and extroversion are not really personality types. They're more patterns in the personality. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So while an extrovert is often described as a people person, right? And we think of that as a compliment, don't we? Yes. Right? Introverts are described oftentimes with words like guarded or he's a loner, or you know she's reserved, mm. or one of my favorite words, taciturn.
1: <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's taciturn,
0: right? Self-contained or private, right? Yeah. And sometimes we kind of put a little bit of a negative slant on Absolutely. that description, right? These are not qualities that you choose. No. These are things that you're born with. Mm-hmm. They really are. So we're going to get technical here, all, all right? right? An extrovert is someone who gathers energy from other people. All right. The social butterflies among us, shall we say. Right. These folks absorb social vibes and they require stimulating socialization. Right. A lot of times they will surround themselves with as many friends as possible and with as many people as possible to talk to. Right. Uh, They may become exhausted from doing nothing and relaxing because in these situations they struggle to summon energy. Okay, so I actually know someone like this, and this person will actually come out of their skin if they are expected to lay on a beach and relax. Huh. Do you see what I'm saying?
1: That's a very interesting
0: way of looking at it. Yeah. They can't, they, they're not getting energy. They're, they're not huh. filling their energy tank by lying on the beach. I've never thought of it that way. How about way? that? Also,
1: it's more of a, I've always learned of it as a what comes out of you versus yeah. how it
0: gets in. Yes. So huh. with an extrovert, you're actually, they're actually being fueled from other people. So at the end of a party, they are still ready to go. They are Uh, still, you see what I'm saying? They have been completely filled up, whereas an introvert at the end of a party may be completely exhausted. Uh Got it? So introverts, on the other hand, generate their energy from within themselves. So when situated in social settings, they give their energy away through interactions with others, Mm -hmm. right? By virtually the opposite process as extroverts Introverts often become entirely exhausted after social engagements and embrace downtime as their way to recharge. Mm-hmm. Got it? Oh. Okay, so this does not mean that they are, you know, loners, um, loners or they want to sit in the corner at a party. They could be completely outgoing and vivacious at a party. But then they need to go home. (laughs) Do you see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I definitely think this is me. And I think it's a lot of people that I know. Absolutely. And some of you that may be listening. Let's talk about some of the ways to identify an outgoing introvert. Okay. Okay. Listen carefully. Number one, if you are, you aren't shy. In fact, you're probably highly self-aware. You may have insecurities like everyone, but you don't allow them to cripple your ability to interact. You see what I'm saying? How about Mm. that? Uh, Shyness is a behavior, and it's being fearful in a social situation, whereas introversion is a motivation. It's how much you want and need to be in those interactions, okay? So you can totally be an introvert and not be shy. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay? So an outgoing introvert most often will welcome social engagement, but still adamantly retains the control over their motivation to interact, right? Mm. You're not going to... You may not be interacting with everybody there. You will control who you interact yeah, with. Who you, you will be selective, uh, right? Okay. Okay, so if we're at a party, Nick, I would talk to you. I would, okay, and you I would, would talk to you. You would make my list of people that I would talk to, okay. right? I could be an introvert and still be totally engaging and outgoing with you. Yeah, but make that sense? one
1: other person, you may just not really want right. to get around them so much, and okay, that it. makes sense.
0: Another thing about out, uh, outgoing introverts is people may actually think you're an extrovert. I've been told my whole mm. life that I'm an extrovert uh-huh. right um, I'm, I have no shortage of words right <laughs> I have plenty but I will tell you at the end of the day I'm ready to hunker down in my girl cave and my girl cave <laughs> totally is, okay. is not a physical thing it is a it's it's a it's a conceptual thing it's,
1: it's your bubble. My It typically
0: involves uh, my pajamas and Netflix and some kind of food, (laughs) maybe ice cream. Okay, so people may think you're an extrovert. Maybe it's because you aren't shy, but it's hard not to be confident when you're so self-aware. You're friendly and welcoming. You may appear to know a lot of people because you put effort into caring for your acquaintances. Still, you feel as though only a handful of people really know you to your core. Right. How about that? Yeah. All right. Is it sounding? I don't know. Is it sounding like you? Maybe. It's close to home. How about this one? Uh, Outgoing introverts schedule time to hang out with themselves. Okay. It's essential to your mental and emotional well-being that you regularly take yourself on dates. I take myself on lots of dates, right? You have no issue blowing off others for this reason, because you know how uh, crazy ex-girlfriend you will go on yourself if this special alone time isn't prioritized, right? I I unleash my own crazy ex-girlfriend on myself. You see what I'm saying? If I don't have... Right?
1: I guess I could say, I, I, in a sense, do the same kind of thing for, right. for me. It's like, you know, it's one of those after so many times. And you're like, listen, I just got to have some me time or I'm not going to be very nice. Gotta ha- <laughs> right. See,
0: and the fact that you're aware of that means yeah. you might very well be an outgoing uh, introvert. Part. OK, how about this one? Enter the coffee shop oasis. The coffee shop often is the perfect representation of non-invasive stimulation in which you can surround yourself by people yet be left completely alone. Mm -hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? Uh Have you done this? I've done this for sure. You hunker down with your laptop in a coffee shop, right? I actually love that. It's my haven, right? I can take myself on a date there,
1: yeah,
0: right? So you got stuff going on, right? It's not that I want to be in a quiet room. I, I like being in a room with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I just don't necessarily want those people to always talk to me. <laughs> yes, I'm I'm, I totally agree with that. Yes. <laughs> oh, guys. Okay. This is to my listeners. Are you hearing yourself in any mm-hmm. of this? Are you identifying yourself? I'm sure right? you are. The Southern Sisters psycho analysis <laughs> <laughs> may be making sense to you. Here's another one. You've heard this one before. People may say, you know, I can't quite figure you out. So outgoing introverts rely on a balance of socialization and time off the grid to remain healthy. So a balance can be found by compartmentalizing your personality, right? You keep the introverted tendencies separate from others. Mm -hmm. This means that few may know that part of you even exists, right? Uh, I could see that. Mm -hmm. Therefore, when you take a much needed sabbatical from social life, those who assume you're an extrovert, they get a little confused, what do you mean you don't want to hang out with me every day? You know, what do you mean you don't want to go to parties every night of the week, right? It may not, it may throw them off. Yeah. Okay. Now, also, um, outgoing introverts warm the party up. Now, regardless, you rarely shy away from getting together with people, yeah. right? You may even secretly love being the center of attention as long as it's on your own terms. Yes. Right? But it takes you a little bit of time to warm up before you can really start enjoying a social situation, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You don't show up at the party with a lampshade on your head. No. Now, by the not. by the end of the night you might have it but okay. you don't you don't arrive that way <laughs> Outgoing introverts also generally roll with a wing person. Uh Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Got to have a wingman. Got to have your girlfriend's got to have her girlfriend with her. You know, (laughs) Pam is my wing person. Case in point, my my, BFF.
1: And my buddy Mark is my wingman. See? Got to have one. You
0: like to have that. (laughs) You like to roll with a trusty wing person by your side, right? If you you aren't really feeling the vibe in a social situation, right, then you've got that person to fall Mm -hmm. back on. Makes sense. How about this one? With outgoing introverts, you're in monologue narrates your life okay
1: you're not crazy, <laughs> no. you have a little voice in your head. We all do. We all do.
0: I've got two or three. Yeah. So you continually play and replay conversations in your head. You fixate on the new and improved, abridged version of your life, right? Or what you would have said if only you'd had time to reflect, right? I do this all the in time. The shower. Why could I never think of the right thing to say at the right time? Yeah. I could have really put her in her place if I just had a few minutes to think about what I was going to say. Now, also, guys, with outgoing introverts, opinions must be founded, not fluid. Mm. You seek sincerity in every conversation, right? You're not really looking to have just non-consequential, non-content based conversations. Let's talk
1: about something. Let's talk
0: about something. So small talk is not necessarily going to be your thing. All right. And here's a really important point about uh, outgoing introverts. It is possible for you to feel lonely. Okay. No one loves alone time more than you, but that doesn't mean that you are immune to loneliness. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you need people, lots of people, for the exact same reason that everyone else does. Because in the end, humans are social creatures. Yes, we are. Southern Sisters especially. Well, wow, wow, guys, that was, a, that was deep. <laughs> well, it was a little deep, right? You I feel you feel that. all psychoed here? Yeah. The, uh, yeah. I'm like, I know myself better uh-huh. now. Uh, you might be an outgoing introvert. <laughs> I know I am. <laughs> well, folks, we were so glad to spend the day with you today. We hope you uh, continue to turn into the Southern Sisters radio program. The recipes are on the website. SouthernSistersHome.com Please go like us on Facebook. We love it when you do that. Mm-hmm. And email me. You know we love to hear from you. Radio at SouthernSistersHome.com Make it a great week.